Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for a golf update from the most respected name in golf media. He's more American than David Faraday. He's got more hair than Gary McCord. And he's got a way better last name than Nick Faldo. He taught Mickelson how to putt. He taught Tiger how to delete voicemails. And he's on TV more than TV Tim Matthews. The Ben and Skin Show now proudly welcomes a true force in the global golf community. He's not a scratch golfer, but he scratches himself when he golfs. Put your hands together for worldwide golf expert, Kevin K.T. Turner. Yeah. Good eye, mate. Woo. Yeah. Fort Worth is the setting. Fort Worth, by the way, the 13th largest city in the United States. How about that? A new study has shown. Whoa. Uh, pretty good development. This weekend, it is the Charles Schwab Challenge, the Colonial. And your leader right now is round one play is happening. Tony Finau. Okay. That's a big name, so yep. that's good. And this is very personal right now with the Colonial and the Byron Nelson, I believe. The Byron Nelson... Really struggled, I think, to have big names. Well, they had Kepka on the leaderboard, but yeah. they really need some big names uh, on the weekend. They had a lot of rain. The Colonial, probably not going to have any rain, looks like, so they're in pretty good shape. In second place, Jordan Spieth at five under, one stroke back. Tied with a guy I've never heard of from Canada, Roger Sloan. All right. <laughs> kind of strange. And then you got a bunch of other uh, guys kind of farting around in the three under range. But if Tony Finau and Jordan Spieth are going to be there over the weekend, yeah, awesome news for uh, local uh, golf fans. Was it the was it the Byron Nelson at the old spot the Four Seasons when Tony Finau blew his ankle out of place? That was the Masters. That was the Masters. Yeah, that happened. Okay, I couldn't remember. Uh, uh, Tyrone Van Asswagen is minus one. All right, that's unnecessary. Right now, it's time for this. Yo, Tomos, crack open a cold one and let's do this. You like beer? We like beer. Let's get drunk together, shall we? Uh, it's time to go inside the beer belly. Get in my belly! With a fan host with the Mad Hops, Skin Wade. All right, guys, it's time to go inside the beer belly. We got some great beer news to bring to you. Some stuff that uh, affects everybody that happened yesterday down in our state legislature. We'll get to that in a minute. But I'm very excited about this because when we started doing the Brew Crew Tour, we talking to a lot of different local breweries, meeting some people. And some of the people that we met were the good folks at Nine Band up in Allen or up where I live. And remember, they did the thing for uh, the Chris Kyle Foundation. They, they had the beer, I believe it's called The Badge, that mm-hmm. some proceeds mm-hmm. went to Tara Kyle and all that. Well, they've got a new thing, and it's really, really cool. And that is a beer called 13 Gold. It is the official beer of Pudge Rodriguez. It's a hmm. light American lager with a small amount of caramel malt for flavor and color. The lager is I'm lightly hopped. Oh, I know that, man. Slightly hopped. Listen to these food pairings. It goes great with wings, cheesesteaks, burgers, and ice cream sandwiches. I like all those things. And the pick- wangs. It's uh, 4.3% ABV, so it's not, uh, not going to, you know, it's crushable. And the can, pass that around, let you guys get yeah, a look at like that. Yeah, I that. 
13 gold has to do with, I believe, Pudge had 13 gold gloves. Oh, wow. Uh, and it's doing the same, the famous uh, the famous pose when he got the big out and then looked at the dugout and had the fist pump. Yes. Yeah. From Look 1996 that, or whatever. Oh, yes. That okay, That's so. That's an incredible can. I just put this list out the other day <laughs> because uh, Josh Hamilton was on the show and I was talking about how talented Josh Hamilton was. And the idea of the of the list was the five most talented Rangers at the time they were on the Rangers. And I, I would quantify that because Nolan wasn't at his best when he played for the Rangers. He was no. at the tail end of his career. 45 years old. He um, broke records there because record breaking is about longevity and he was at the end of that longevity. Yeah, and nobody gives A-Rod credit because he's A-Rod. Right. But A-Rod, go look at A-Rod's stats that he had here. They're outrageous. It was unbelievable what he did. Yes. But in Josh, you could make the case that he is one of the most talented guys to ever play the game when he was right and when he was playing. But I still have Pudge Rodriguez above all of them mm -hmm. because Pudge, what Pudge did offensively and defensively right. was transcendent. That was a dude who could change the game behind the plate. You could never lead off with any sense of security because he behind could, the plate. He could pick you off at any point on any base at any moment, any game, and he'd hit cleanup or whatever and hit a ton of home runs, and hit for average. It was so fun when he'd catch a pitch and just fire it down to first to try yeah. to pick off a guy taking a lead. But, one, you know, my Ranger memories, Ben, was that things were really bleak for a long time, and the Rangers never won. And right around the time that Wando and Pudge and those guys started showing up, and Pudge especially when he was super young, that was the first time I remember as a Ranger fan feeling like things were changing. Agreed. And do you remember the uh, signed Pudge bumper stickers? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. I remember I mean, that. You, we I were like, in the area, and I remember hey, that. what the hell are we doing here? Signed Pudge. And the other thing about it, too, and the reason why there's a uh, Pudge's Pizza at Texas Live, and the reason he's on Fox Sports Southwest, and the reason why Nine Band would want to do a Pudge beer, it's because he's always gone to great links to connect with fans mm -hmm. and be approachable and accessible and all those things. So uh, Pudge, I think, you know, it's, it's hard for me to separate Pudge and Michael Young when I'm talking about the greatest Rangers. I'm talking about for their whole career, right? Because mm -hmm. Michael Young or Pudge are probably the two greatest Rangers of all time, just simply based on yeah. all that they accomplished while they're here. And I don't know how to differentiate the two and say that one was better than the other. Well, they're different eras. Uh, and I think that's the hardest part. Like when I was putting that list together, people were mad at me. Hey, where's Wando? And for a, a long time, Juan Gonzalez was my favorite player. And a lot of people are big Raffy guys. Mm -hmm. But uh, so many of the numbers that era are so overinflated right. that I factor that in. But where to me, Pudge transcends that is because he was so great on both sides. Right. Like he was electric with his arm. He right. was electric defensively as a catcher. Plus, Greatest catcher of all time. It's really hard for catchers like have like we've had Jeff Mathis on and we talked about guys who are awesome defensively like Mathis is but he hits what buck 90 mm -hmm. and it's we're like that. what about the guys who can do both and he's like oh I mean I don't get it right you know it's like it's hard to be a middle of the order hitter hit for average in power driving all those runs and do all those great things and be just a badass defensively and that's what Pudge was. I never saw Johnny Bench play, but Pudge is the one guy of all these guys we've talked about who could sit there and look you in the eye and say, most people consider me to be the best player at my position of all time. And apparently he's like a two handicap in golf. So, Okay, so there was big news yesterday in the world of Texas beer because Texas has this these ridiculous laws. Like if you go to a winery in Fredericksburg, and I've done this before, me and Mama did a Fredericksburg trip, 
You go to the winery. Oh my God, we love your beer, your wine. All right, great. Here, we'll buy a bottle of Cab, and we leave the winery with a bottle of Cab. Can't do that in Texas for some of the craft beer places. Now, the TABC has these weird laws depending on how you're either a manufacturer or a brew pub. Manufacturers can't sell beer to go from their own facility. They have to, like, they'd have to sell it to the distributor and distributor sell it back to you. It's stupid. That is so stupid. It's absurd. Uh, so they've been fighting this for years. And, like, some of the manufacturing places in town, like Petacolis is one we talk about all the time, they've been leading the charge for this. Well, there was good news about a week. So they've been trying to get these, quote-unquote, beer-to-go laws out of the Texas legislative floor, the Texas Senate floor. They could never even get it. the bill looked at. It never even got enough legs to be voted on. And it was just one of those slam into a wall, slam into a wall, slam into a wall. Well... They had these things, I, th- I believe they're called s- sunset laws, where every 12 years, an agency goes under scrutiny. And we look at it and go, all right, are we doing this agency the right way? Well, it just so happens that this year was the 12th year in which the TABC, Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission, was going to go up under their review. And there was a senator that was for this that was smart enough to just tag beer to go as part of the overall review for Sunset. So it passed. It got through yesterday. So So they they said, hey, this is ridiculous. If you manufacture beer, you should be able to sell beer to people without a distributor coming in and go, yeah, we need a cut on this for carrying it five feet and then bringing it back over to you. Right. So here's the good news on this. Now, I'm probably oversimplifying it, but it's got to pass Governor Abbott. And he signs off on it. If he were to veto this, he would basically just be eliminating the TABC. Like, it would be like, hey, this governmental agency, is just, we're just going to get rid of it. I mean, in other words, it's such a long shot that he wouldn't sign off on it. So the people that are manufacturers, like Petacolas, for example, they feel like it's a done deal. Now, when it's implemented is another story. Likely it'll be September 1st because that's usually when new bills take place. But if you go to a manufacturing place here in town, uh, you walk in like that. Like the last time I went to Petacolis, they had a, a brand new Pilsner called Bicycle Pump, and I couldn't I couldn't leave with it. I just wasn't legally allowed to buy the beer I wanted to buy. So I just I'm telling you this because this is a consumer issue. This is about consumer rights. Why wouldn't I be able to go buy the beer I want to buy from the place that makes it? That's absolutely right. stupid and borderline anti-American. So this is a good day for people that love beer. If you love beer, yesterday was great. Uh, so kudos to uh, to the people in, in Austin for getting this done, for all the Texas craft people that work so hard to try to get this done. And so I think by September 1st, this law will probably be in effect, and, uh, and that's a great thing for everybody. And you mentioned uh, Petacolis. There's a lot of awesome breweries, but he's the one. He's a former attorney, right? Correct. So, okay. So it just so happened that a really good attorney starts making beer. Yes. And now you, now the TABC has their hands full because it's not just some guy making beer. It's an right. attorney. His story, you know, they make great beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things I really like is that I've probably met eight or nine to ten people that also work there. And they all love working there. Shout out Michael Finley. Oh, the great Mike Finley works there, for example. Former Maverick. Yeah. So there's a lot of great people that work there. But what <laughs> you'll find is that when Michael you, Finley. Hold on, Mom. Mm, yeah. What you'll find, and by the way, Gator will be on the show tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Yes. Live in Rockwall. He's at, a black angel. At barbecues galore. Whoa. What you'll find is that if you talk to people from Petacolis while you're sipping one of their great beers, they all love working there and they feel like they're a part of a family. 
And like my dad, I've talked about this before. He he ran a small business and he had about 20 to 22 employees most of the time. And so I, I'm, I feel connected to that world, the small business world. So I like seeing small businesses succeed. I like seeing when the people that work there are invested in it. All of that is something that means something to me. So that's why I bring up that brewery. But there's a lot of great breweries in town and a lot that will benefit from this. And finally, before we go, I want to play you guys this audio I stumbled across today. It was on a, if you guys don't mind, pull up my Twitter account. I tweeted this out like six hours ago because there's video that I want you to watch. It's just one minute, but it's a commercial for Schaefer beer from the seventies. And there's a guy playing the Moog while he's, uh, while he's drinking some Schaefer beer. All right. So play that for us, Shippy. That's a beer commercial. That's pretty good. That's oh pretty damn God. good. And that guy, I'll, I'll tweet wow. or I'll uh, re-blast but that guy is playing Moog keyboard the whole time. Good God. He's got mirrored sunglasses, giant silver shirt. insane. All right, good stuff around the beer belly. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 